Hey everybody, how y'all doing? This is Ben. And I'm Dak. And we are the guys who did this. Today we will be continuing our journey through the Expanse Book 1, Leviathan Wakes. Today we are going over chapters 22 through 29. Hell of a group of chapters here. It's going to be a great day. Warning, we will be covering adult subjects and discussing spoilers for both the book and the show. So keep that in mind. Yeah, this is this is hella spoiler territory. We're we're in deep. So too deep. If you don't want to be spoiled about like where this book is going, what's going on, you gotta read Please you gotta stop. read these chapters first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Although I can't think of a better way to read this book than or to like hear about the events of this book than by listening right to now. us. Yeah. So you yeah, you truly wouldn't have a better understanding of, of this book. <laughs> than by listening to us but yeah so chapter 22 let's get right into it we start with miller miller's on a shuttle to eros that great asteroid um he he thinks about he's thinking about these shuttles and, and how they work um when people get in fights on these shuttles they just pump riot gas into the compartments which is very funny. I think they should um, just do that on planes. At bars, too? Yeah, yeah. I was thinking <laughs> at, at bars. bars like, <laughs> they, people get in fights at bars, and then they, they pump in the gas, they take out the people that are fighting, and everyone just keeps going. Easy. Maybe you can get a little high off that stuff. You never know. You yeah. <laughs> There's something like a really high tolerance that just still sitting there. <laughs> just like fight through it. <laughs> it's like a taser. It's like when someone fights through a taser. Uh, <laughs> Good. Yes. Um. So yeah, and then they just restrain the people fighting. They take them out and they keep going. Um, there's also cheap drinks, but Miller is not drinking. He's a changed man. Wow. Yeah, he's somehow holding it together. I like this. Is kind of a weird. They kind of frame Miller as just deciding that he doesn't want to drink anymore after being like basically an alcoholic for years. Seems maybe not like actually how that works Believable. in real life, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it's fine. We'll it's just it's a going. way to indicate that he's um I don't know trying to be better. Uh, he's just different better, yeah but he's built, he's built different yeah. miller's built different and he's good to go but yeah no he he just doesn't he's not interested in it anymore is what what his brain is kind of telling him so that's where he's at instead of drinking he's looking at a picture of julie that's what he's replaced this way. <laughs> he just stares i at mean that's julie usually what happens and imagines her all the time so um yeah that's He's looking at this picture of her. He's reviewing all the info he's got about her. He's my guy straight up obsessed. He like cannot stop thinking about Julie in any way or imagining her. And she becomes kind of more and more real in his imagination as we continue on through the rest of this book, which is uh, which gets a little interesting. So. Um, on the side of his terminal where he's looking at all of this info about Julie, the, the top news is about this series secession. Um, and and kind of how the the politics of the this move from Earth has played out. Mars is a little irritated with Earth for for doing this and just kind of backing out from from Ceres instead of handing over the security contract of Ceres to Mars. Um, they Mars is mad that Earth did not have a lot of interplanet solidarity in in that kind of move. So, <clears throat> um. That that's kind of uh, that's kind of what's going on with the politics between Mars and Earth. Earth's still not horribly involved in this situation uh, for the most part. They're still just kind of wiping their hands clean of the whole war between Mars and the Belt going on. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Miller, there's there's a guy sitting next to Miller. He's kind of chubby. Um, <laughs> he looks nice enough though. Uh, and the guy's like, oh, these chairs, they look like pews. Which, oof, if I heard that, I'd be like, I'd be absolutely <laughs> noping out of that. I gotta get out of here. <laughs> what a way to start a conversation <laughs> on a plane. <laughs> Like we're gonna be on this thing for like ten more days, and this guy's already talking about he clearly <laughs> wants to talk about church. Um, but Miller's like, yeah, hey, yeah, I don't really go to church. And then this guy's like, hey, I was a pastor for a long time, um, but I don't really, you know, I'm retired now. I don't really hector people. If they want to talk, if they want to talk <laughs> about church, they can. If they don't want to talk about, it, I'll just talk about anything. So he actually kind of seems like a nice guy. But he did bring up the pews thing first, so he's actually definitely lying a little bit he clearly <laughs> likes to ev- evangelize a lot still like he wouldn't I, do that if he didn't i never talk about church it immediately starts conversation about pews <laughs> <laughs> but if you had a chance to <laughs> you have a chance you want to talk about our lord and savior jesus christ um so yeah um this guy is just like so instead of talking about church he's like so what brings you to the shuttle uh what you doing and miller's like yo i was a cop on series and this guy's like oh ooh, not good so the, the contract changed huh? and miller's like yeah yeah so now i'm going to look for uh an old friend on heroes um <laughs> Man. yeah classic he's not um, even admitting it no he didn't even admit it nope oh my god that's how you know it. it's bad when you're not admitting yeah. something right bad news bears bad news bears um and uh miller actually he's kind of mentions he just kind of rambles on a little bit he's like oh this i can i'm just i want to talk about this i guess um he's like this is the fifth time that i've been off station uh the pastor asks if he plans to go back and miller says no no i don't think i will (laughs) and miller kind of thinks about this for a little bit and he's like oh you know that doesn't feel bad i don't feel sad about this i i feel kind of good about this this feels kind of nice and that always that's kind of a believable uh feeling i think like when you are going on a bit of an adventure uh which is clearly kind of what miller's doing um so i think that that i like that i i enjoyed that little bit inside his head um we get a bit of exposition after the conversation between miller and the pastor about eros eros has supports a population of 1.5 million people so Definitely, like, notably smaller than Ceres. Ceres was, like, up to, like, between 6 and 7 million people, so quite a bit smaller. Um, Eros was one of the first shipyards and also one of the first major ports in the belt due to the natural resources that were found on this asteroid. Or is this an asteroid? Yeah. Or no? It is? Okay. Great. I never know the actual... I'm really bad with the actual technical... So definitions of technically that i'm i may be making this up at this point but technically i think asteroids are anything in the asteroid belt and then like um that makes sense to me if it's not in the asteroid belt it's just like an object i don't know but then meteor it just exists (laughs) meteors are anything that goes into the earth's atmosphere and then meteorites or something it's actually that's the one i think that i'm thinking of the the meteor meteorite meteoroid are the one that are the ones that are harder too it has to do with like where it burns up or if it hits yeah. the ground or whatever. Yep. Um, so yeah, Eros, asteroid. Um, it's a rock. Big old rock floating in the belt. Um, and so one of the first major ports in the belt. Um, however, Ceres, later stations like Ceres, 
Palace, Ganymede, ones also farther out um, and bigger stations and newer ones in the belt. Um, Eros was kind of forgotten. So kind of like the Rust Belt here in the U.S. Um, <laughs> like that's what immediately comes to mind are like places that, you know, back in the Industrial Revolution were hopping. Got Detroit, Pittsburgh, places like that. And now they, they are struggling a little bit. The economy's kind of moved on from that a bit. Bad sports teams. So, yeah, bad sports teams. Yeah. We're from Michigan. We don't want to talk about Detroit sports teams. But um, the Eros after, after this, after Ceres kind of comes up and becomes the, really the dominant port and, and commerce station in the belt. Um, Eros kind of pivots to being a primarily a spot where ships are manufactured and repaired. So this led quickly to Eros being a place where people are staying for a week, a couple weeks at a time because their ships are getting repaired. Um, and this led to a change in the economy of Eros. They lean more heavily towards services and, you know, industries that like to try and relieve people of their money uh, as much as they can while they're bored and waiting for their ship to be repaired. So we got a lot of casinos, we got a lot of brothels um, and we got a lot of stuff that you can waste your money on in Eros. Yeah. Um, Miller continues to daydream about Julie. Some not sexual, many seem probably (laughs) sexual. Um, And he's got quite an active imagination. I will say it's pretty impressive. Um, She's always talking to him. He always talks to her back, which is probably not a good look for him. Uh, just talking to his imaginary friend. Um, <laughs> Straight up hallucinating. Yeah, That's like he, I, I guess we kind of understand that maybe he isn't hallucinating potentially. I, I, that's at least what I get based on. I what think we in about the so. It may not, maybe later. not right now, but I think in later. I think it specifically like says like Julie was like appeared next to him or something or like. Yes. Yeah. Right. Maybe later. I guess it. My thinking is that this is actually less. He's actually less crazy than I think, based on what we learn later in the book. <laughs> well, I mean, right? Oh, because I, I, I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. Just, just it's just like the implication kind of of later is like, oh, this is what the protomolecule does, and it kind of can. You right. know, people don't necessarily leave. They're yeah, still and here. Then the, the other books too. Like, yeah, yeah, it makes more sense. And then obviously, what happens in Miller and later books, right? So I guess that was what makes this makes me think that there might be a little bit more to this than Miller just completely imagining and seeing, uh, you know, ghost Julie. I don't know. I could also see that too, though. Just good. Yeah, no, totally, totally. Definitely. Definitely. He is definitely insane. He definitely is insane. Right. And I think that it's cool that it might be that it's kind of up in the air. Um, Fair. Balanced. But yeah, lots of erotic daydreams. Uh, I bet. I almost guarantee it. Every time Miller kind of like dozes off. Oh no! Oh no! Not good. Um, Yeah, go ahead. Miller goes to get some food, uh, and he hears someone call his name. Uh, It is a man called Sematimba, which is just a great name. Um, Very long name. Sematimba is an inspector on Eros that he's actually worked with before. Um, They chat a little bit. They talk about the security situation on Eros. Sematimba kind of notes that it's actually been particularly bad since uh the protogen guys left uh which is interesting we've we've <laughs> heard about protogen before um Sam and Timba says that protogen wasn't ideal 
or a security force here because they were inners. Um, so they were from Earth, I think, primarily, um, which obviously, which we've, how, which um, after kind of seeing the situation on Ceres and the relationship between the Belters and inners, uh, you can kind of see why that would be problematic. Um, but they were, but Protogen was very professional and they were good at their jobs of keeping the peace uh, by being kind of brutal from what I understand. Um, and Sematimba says that, you know, they weren't great and they were kind of tough on people, but at least they like weren't corrupt and they were competent. The, the new group called CPM, <laughs> which stands for Carne por la Machina, uh, they're, they're assholes and they're corrupt um, and they're just not good at enforcing security or being <clears throat> a competent uh, police force is what Sematimba relays. Um, after, after talking about this, uh, an alarm goes off in the distance and Sematimba kind of wonders out loud that it may be some of his fellow officers of the peace breaking some windows mm. for fun. So, I mean, that just kind of tells you the state of the current security, security on Eros, uh, with the CPM group. Um, it's not looking good for, for them. Um, and that's what we learn about Protogen and CPM. Uh, Miller... After Sematimba leaves, Miller checks the logs to see if the Rasanante is still going to be on time, and he sits back and waits for them to to arrive. Yeah, it's pretty cute. Yeah, I mean, it's just another clue that uh, foreshadowing clue. We're getting them. They're dropping like bombs that over and over. They're not really police people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're not <gasps> the police. Wow, how could you spoil that? The call is coming everyone. from inside the house. We said spoilers. <laughs> We can say whatever we want. I know, I know. It was a joke. It was a joke. <laughs> um, <laughs> we don't joke here. We, <laughs> keep that to a minimum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're getting. I love these chapters. Basically, just go back and forth, like right in time, which is pretty intense. Yeah. It starts like obviously. Well, right here is when we the convergence event happens, um, where Holden and Miller finally meet. I guess the crew and Miller finally meet, but yeah, we we get to the point where we're not actually reading separate stories now. We're we're just going. We're back one and forth. the same. We're one. We're it's brothers, but closer. Yeah. <laughs> so so that brings us to Holden. They've arrived on Eros, and they're walking through the casino level. Holden's like, "God, I hate this place," but Amos is all about it. My man is ready to uh, hit those brothels and in the the tables and such um which is pretty cute and funny but then uh naomi everybody's loaded to the gills with guns but naomi still is like no i'm not carrying a gun i believe she like never carries a gun through well i mean she has a gun i want i'm almost positive she never really carries a gun throughout the whole series pretty much she definitely doesn't like them if i remember correctly she doesn't carry like she's one like much forced i think she might be forced four. to have a gun or something at yeah in the yeah the later books but um she almost like never carries a gun like zero percent of the time which is kind of crazy considering the amount of danger they're in at almost all points in time at the Um, during these books holden and name every time that they murder miller like murder someone in cold blood coming up like holden's like (laughs) this is bad and then later later books they're just mowing people down i know it's hilarious absolutely murder machines and they become like video game characters later but this yeah. first one there at least a little bit. 
better. Yeah, they're about... like normal people, especially yeah, yeah. man. The first Miller, we'll get to it. The first Miller murder, though, is just like it's Bones great. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah, it's really good. Like, I really like it actually, and yeah. it's cool because like this is a little bit of a tangent. Well, yeah, I'll just bring yeah. it up. We'll get it up later. We'll get there later. Yeah. So they're walking through. They're they're going through a a rougher neighborhood um because the hotel isn't in the best part of town. Um, but then Amos noticed, he's like, Hey, somebody's following us. Uh, it's a guy with a goofy hat. <laughs> he's got a big old fucking weird hat on. <laughs> like, 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 come on, dude. <laughs> he's a cop. Well, the funny thing is they discuss it later. Like, fucking hat on. Uh, it was Take the hat off, they gave bro. it away. And like, that? Was it the hat? He's got like one of those like big, like foam cowboy hats on that you get from like, um, like Chuck E. Cheese. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? Or like, yeah, or um, like a carnival or like a chicken. <laughs> Miller, <laughs> was, it, was it the hat? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, it was definitely the hat. <laughs> yeah, so just, just weird. Um, they notice he's a belter, goofy hat. He's like, is he a cop? Uh, and Amos is like, yeah, probably. Um, then Holden like says, we have nothing to worry about. We haven't done anything illegal. <laughs> Naomi's like, except for having a <laughs> stolen Martian ship. <laughs> but uh. Holden notes that if if they knew his ship was stolen, they would have obtained them at the dock. They wouldn't have followed them through the streets. So he's like, "We're we're not really doing anything wrong here yet. So we'll just keep an eye on him." Um, and then during this time, he like sees a poster for Titan, and then he has this daydream about Naomi walking over to him in his hammock with fruity drinks. Um, and then he's like, "But then Naomi ruined it when she talked," <laughs> which I find. <laughs> classical hilarious and excellent stuff at least here. he wasn't staring at her this time yeah that's he was but staring off into the distance hopefully more just uh, holding naomi uh, the pre the pre bang it's yep. uh it's you love to awful, see it you love to see other it. as ever um and then so they get on a train and amos is like yeah he's for sure following us he uh he got on the train right with us um the guy with the oversized phone cowboy The guy, cowboy the guy with the crazy phone hat <laughs> is still on us. He crazy. actually knocked it off as he got into the subway. It was it's not good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so then they, they get off the train. Foam hat guy still following them. Uh, they get to the lobby hotel. And they notice that the foam hat guy just waits outside, which is good, I guess. Holden quickly checks the hotel registry. And it's like, yep, Lionel is still here. Still says he's in his room. Good stuff. Um, and then right as he, he's about to give orders to the rest of the team, a woman pops out of the couch and says, you need to come with me. Um, and okay, Hol- <laughs> When you say she pops out of the couch, can you, ex- <laughs> can you explain? Well, it's more like... Um, she, like she just kind of pops out of nowhere. It is kind of confusing. She does will, pop up agree. out of nowhere and is like... I think it's just because Holden isn't looking, and then she like pops up and kind of like tries to hold Alex. Alex hostage. She's surprised. Is it Alex or Amos that she's? I, it's, holding I, it's, hostage? it's Alex. It's Cause Alex. Because then, then Amos pulls a gun, and then the six people come down the stairs <laughs> and like start fire. Like it's like uh, it's like a huge clusterfuck. Um, yeah. And then yeah. they, they describe it later. Like this definitely wasn't professional people because like. Yeah, they, so she holds Alex at hostage, and then actually a great line from Amos. Um, Amos points a gun at her and says, "Mine's bigger," <laughs> which Classic. I find is it's a good line. He it's has great the, stuff. No fear, but also no like, fear. um, 
It's a bold move. <laughs> She's got a gun. Alex could have died. Alex could have easily been like murdered right Yeah. Here. And then so at that point, six men come waffling down the stairs um with fully automatic weapons and start firing away. Holden tries to yank a gun out of his underwear. I don't know why he has it in his underwear. And it describes him as like tearing his underwear and his pants and then like fumbling it hugely. Uh so he's yeah, basically fumbling this up. He ducks behind the couch. Uh, there's fire all over the place. Um, nobody's really winning. I think Amos hits a couple of them. Uh, but then somebody's trying to flank him around the entrance. And uh, then our funny hat guy, Miller, comes to the rescue and shoots him as they're about to get the jump on uh, Mr. Holden. Um, Holden instructs the team not to shoot the funny hat guy because he thinks he's a cop. Which, I mean, kind of makes sense. Um, the rest of the enemies, it says they run away, which is interesting. <laughs> run away. But I guess it makes sense because they're not like trained people. So they're, uh, so they, they try to get out of here. Yeah, right. Um, then Holden's like, yo, I'm James Holden. Who are you? And he's like, <laughs> and then Miller just like dis- disregards the statement, like doesn't introduce himself. Uh, I want to I want to get the exact line here. He says, "We have a lot of good Millerisms and lines, and I love they're like constantly the 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 crew of the Rossi here is just like who Miller? What the what the fuck did you just say? Or like Miller? Who are you talking to? Yeah, like yeah. it's great. Like we we didn't we've been in Miller's head, so he seems somewhat normal. But then when we put him around like other." People. characters and real people you would realize like oh yeah miller is literally like fucking losing his mind a little bit like it becomes yeah. very apparent holden's like thanks a little crazy my name is james holden you are and he's like the cops will be here soon i need to make a call we're going to jail <laughs> <laughs> holden's like aren't you the cops <laughs> right. uh then he's just like nope my name's miller and then i i realized that we never like, he never introduced himself, or nobody ever says his first name, or do they? Do we know his first name? I don't know his first name. I, I was told that maybe in the second book they say his first name, but, um... Oh, it's in the epilogue, maybe, when they're talking about, uh... When oh, that makes like, sense. you gotta mention Miller. Um, in all this. Oh, he's, his first name's Joe. Josephus. Oh, oh yeah, that makes more weird. sense. Josephus Miller. Josephus. I like how the Belters' names are just a little bit off. Um, there, yeah, like we need to put a little spice. But on yeah, this we thing. get the meeting of our our heroes here. Yeah, they're you know, together. That. Gang's all here. The gang's all here. Good stuff. Miller just waltzes in. Good stuff. Bam. The the action go. scenes in this book are sometimes hard to follow for me. Um, I agree. Yeah, but that's not that's not why I read this book. In fact, I I kind of tune out a lot during the action scenes, to be honest. But um, yeah, that's fair. I think yeah. the. I think they're the show when you watch them in the show, you're like, oh, yeah, OK, I can. This is easy to follow. Yeah. Like when this happens in the show, they walk into the they they make it. It's it's framed a little differently. There's like multiple people like waiting in the lobby of this hotel, if right. I remember correctly. And. It's kind of quiet and chill and Holden and gang walks in and they're like, oh, hmm, this is nothing suspicious here. They ask about. Uh, I believe they try and look up Polanski, and then like I, I so one, I think it's just a classic. Like they're kind of like notice that these people are like very quiet and not really doing anything, and just kind of looking at them every once in a while, and then it kind of goes to shit. I don't know, but it just like 
they like knock over a couch, they hide behind a couch, which I believe is what they do here. Um, yep. And then Miller comes in. It's 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 I don't know. It is easier to follow when you can watch what's happening. Um, but I agree that sometimes it gets a little a little hectic, a little weird, a little weird. Um, they usually they usually go pretty quick though. We usually kind of speed through some of these um, fights. It does get really. You really got to use your imagination when we get to the the crowds and the casinos and the freaking out in a little bit. But yeah, big time. Um, <clears throat> with that, we get to chapter twenty four. Hell yeah! Um, and it's great. I'm truly. This is where I truly love these Miller chapters. They get so good, so good. Um, Miller looks at the the guy. He absolutely. He just absolutely domed on coming into the uh, the hotel lobby to save our crew. Um, and immediately he he starts analyzing, and it's funny being in Miller's brain compared to being uh, Holden, Amos, Alex, and Naomi. Um, <clears throat> he starts he starts analyzing uh, the scene. Miller thinks that uh, you know he thinks it was clearly pretty poorly done, uh, or they didn't have a lot of time to set this up. He notes that there's just one fake plant in the lobby, <laughs> and that that's they didn't have they must not have had a lot of time to make them feel comfortable. I don't know. It's funny. Um, and that he, he but he also he kind of thinks that like, yo, if this was a halfway, you know, half baked effort, then these guys would all be dead or kidnapped. Like this would have been they walked directly into the trap. They had no clue. Um, it would have been bad if it was a competent job. Uh, Holden kind of walks up and introduces himself. So we're kind of doing a little bit of a recap from the previous chapter. Um, and Miller is, is still just kind of analyzing everything. It, it says like. He thinks of six different responses and says none of them. <laughs> so his, his, his class, he's just in his brain, just really going. Um, he immediately notes that Amos looks like he's the most experienced of them uh, with guns. He notes his unfocused eyes and his pace around the <laughs> around the room. He's like, okay, that guy, don't fuck with that guy. Um, Miller, uh, Alex is like shaking on the floor, uh, panicking. And he also knows that Holden is also panicking still, but he's hiding it better. And so he's like, ah, the burden of leadership. Um, he then kind of notes that Naomi is not shaking and she seems more well put together because she immediately is like, okay, who were that? Who was that? Why did that just happen? Uh, so she seems to have like be better composed than Holden and Alex. And she seems to have pretty good instincts about, um, you know, instincts and, and insight, uh, into like trying to figure out what is going on and what's happening. Um, Miller immediately is like, yo, we got to make a call so that we don't go to jail. So he calls them a Timba. Um, and that's our, that's the previous interaction from Miller's perspective. Um, Miller calls them a Timba and he lets them know like, yo, we were in a gunfight. Uh, we're at this, we're at this crappy hotel. You got to get out here. It doesn't look good. Um, Semitimba kind of reviews it to see if it's on the sensors and he and it and it isn't, which is weird. Miller thinks to himself, like, yo, one shot should have sent off dozens of different alarms, but and they had an entire gunfight, and there's no alarms that went off. That is very bad. Um for a, it's a bad sign for them. It's a bad sign for also just the state of security again on Eros. Um and yeah, Miller gets off the phone with Semitimba and Holden asks why he was following them. It's a great question. I was like, let me take off my giant foam cowboy hat uh, and I'll let you know. Um, 
he basically Miller's was like, yeah, I wanted to talk to you guys. I'm looking for someone. Uh, and it's a crew member of the Scopuli. And Naomi says that they hadn't seen anyone when they were on the ship. That when they were on the Scopuli, because they were on it at one point um, earlier in this book. Miller then lets slip that uh, he knows that they survived the Doniger because he was told that by someone in the OPA. And Naomi, again, being the brains of this group, is immediately very mad at this. It's like, well, shit, that is a bad sign that people know that we are alive. Although, and- like, they were, like, gallivanting around Tycho Station and, like... Yes, they also were doing that. Like, so, like would have been recognized a lot. Somebody on, on is going to recognize them. Like, yeah. the thousands of people they bump into or, like, see... But whatever. And take pictures of him and, and send put them on the internet or broadcast them to everyone. you're a Martian yeah. and can beat anyone at darts. And, uh-huh. <laughs> like, yeah. You're not... Definitely weren't. They weren't keeping a very low profile. Right, yeah. Seemingly. Although no one knows who anyone is besides Holden. It's kind of... Yeah, I that is true. Say. That is true. But it is... It's weird that Holden doesn't get wrecked. Because I thought at this point he's supposed to be like... Like, he started the war, kind of. Like, right. It seemed yeah, like everyone would know his face. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm surprised they don't try to hide that more, but right. whatever. So, yeah, but Naomi is still mad at this. It's specifically that they're... I think she's mad because it was clear that it was able to be figured out that they were alive and also that they were going to Eros. So, I mean, it's clear that, like, these people also knew that they were going to be at Eros. So I think right. she's probably just wondering, like, okay, how many people know that we are here and what we're doing? Um, Amos likes, would, would like to chime in and say that, uh, well, this guy shot the flank guy, so I'm good with him. <laughs> um, I love that he just calls him the flank guy. I really like that. <laughs> that's, cool. um, that's, like, from the book. Uh, Holden then tells Miller that they were looking specifically for a crew member of the Scopuli in this little dingy hotel. Um, Miller immediately is like, oh, fuck. Oh, no. This is bad. <laughs> I, yeah. He gets, he does not feel good about this revelation. He feels like this is not good. Um, Julie may be, you know, in this hotel right now. Um, and who knows what state she is in. Um, Miller on the phone with Semitimba earlier mentioned that he would stay put until they got there. But, but then he, now that he has this information, he's like, no, 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 let's go. We got to go. We got to go to her room. We got to go see if she's there. So they, so they get going. They make their way up to Lionel Polanski's room. Um, and Miller is leading the way here. Amos is, is on the back. Um, and Miller just thinks about how much more experienced that this kind of um, clearing hallways and rooms they him and Amos are than the other three. Um, and they get to the door where Lionel's supposed to be. And he thinks about, ooh, he's like analyzing the door. He's like, okay, I've kicked in doors like this before. <laughs> what we can do here, we kick it. I go low left. Amos goes high and right. Um, and he's kind of like thinking about the best way to like breach this room. And Holden just kind of like walks up and knocks. And he's like, yeah, hey, <laughs> anyone there? Anyone home? And Miller's like, what the fuck, dude? (laughs) We are going to die. We are fucking dead. I love how it says Um, he's like, by Naomi's expression, you can tell he's done stuff like this before. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. Um, Yeah, so no response uh, from from inside the room. As Holden does does this, which I feel like is probably not good. Um, Miller's like, yo, Amos, we need you to kick in this door. Amos is like, all right, I'll kick in the door. He kicks it in and I, he yelps in out of pain because he 
he kind of forgot that his leg was recently healed yeah. after being brutally uh, broken. Um, Sad. And it's that was just, I like that little touch. That's a nice little touch. Um, and again, the room. <clears throat> this, this little room is pitch black. No monitors going, no sensory lights, nothing going on. Um, the lights on the wall panel aren't working. Miller tries to flick them, or maybe Holden <laughs> tries to flick them. Someone tries to flick the lights yeah, on. It doesn't work. Um, they're also not working. Miller kind of quickly surveys the scene as the others walk in behind him. Uh, there's an open closet with an empty vac suit on the floor. Uh, the TV screen. I, I'm calling it a TV. It's called like an entertainment console system. It's a big old TV from what I understand. <laughs> it's smashed to bits. Nice. It's absolutely destroyed. All the LED lights around the, the outside of the room. Kinda, I'm assuming that these are like, there's not like a central light. There's just like a bunch of kind of like movie theater lights, but that actually light the whole room correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all smashed too. And there's like dents around them where they were, where she missed or where they were tried to get smashed, but they, but they missed. Um, Holden and the others kind of follow him in and Holden kind of says to everyone yo do not touch anything <clears throat> and Miller's like yo oh, I gotta stop saying yo I realize I'm saying that all the time right now um, Miller starts <laughs> Miller says hey this is the first smart thing that Holden has, has done or said this entire time that I've known Classic. so good job Holden there's a point for Holden Miller spies a hand terminal under the bed in this room and he picks that up. He's like, this will probably be helpful. And Naomi notices that there is a stain on the bed. Which, ew. Um, but is that blood? It's Miller poop. thinks that it is not blood. Hopefully it's not. <laughs> it's it kind of is. <laughs> it kind of is. It kind of is. It's brown. I mean, it's, it is brown. It's coming out of the same oh, brown. Not good. Um... Yeah, Miller thinks it's too dark for blood, and the, but there, and he notices the trail of it going to the bathroom. And here we get the <laughs> here we get this point of the book uh, in the in the shower. They, he Miller walks into the bathroom, and laying down in the shower stall, Juliet and Mao lay dead. Sad, big rip. We found her. <laughs> R.I.P. Miller is looking at her face. He's like, oh wow, she looks. She's unmistakable. She looks, her hair is different, but I, you know, she looks just like she did in the pictures. However, she's got a bunch of inhuman coils in tubes of complex growth is what the book says, spilling out of her body, um, out of her mouth, yes. her eyes, all the holes, her, all. Yeah. The other literally the all the holes um, there. It's it's this stuff is kind of growing out of out of all her orifices. <laughs> yeah. Um and it's not a good sign. It doesn't look good. She's got, it's described that she has small spurs like knives growing across her ribs and spine. And that they, the brown liquid kind of fills up a few centimeters of the yeah. bottom of the shower. Um, so, I mean, just a nasty, nasty sight. Um, the, everyone, all, all five of them see Julie here in the shower. So everyone sees what, what she looks like. And Miller tells everyone to get out immediately. Uh, get on the hallway and Miller waits a half second as everyone shuffles out and he's looking at Julie and he's just hoping for, he is hoping for a breath or a flick or any, any sign of life or any sign that she's still alive. And it doesn't come because she's super dead. Um, or is she? 
and he heads back down to the the lobby. He follows the others back down to the lobby. Uh, Semitimba arrives, and Miller talks to him, kind of convinces. But I also put tricks here. I this, he's still tricking Semitimba because Miller is not actually a a cop anymore. Um, right. He is in fact just a regular person that is pretending to be a cop. Um, and he basically is like, "Hey, this goes way high up." The person I was looking for is, is up in that room. She's dead. Um, that's your bigger problem than these dead bodies down in the lobby here. Um, see that guy? That guy's James Holden. And Sanctum's <laughs> like, oh, oh shit, that guy is James Holden? And basically, he's just like describing, you know, Miller's just like, hey, we're involved in some big shit. You don't want to touch this. This is not good. We need to lay low. Yeah. Um, and Sanctum's like, okay, okay, okay. Just don't leave, and I'll, I'll clean this up. Miller's like, okay, good. You're gonna need a coroner for the fifth one upstairs. <laughs> it's like you're gonna need you're gonna need the hazmat team, my man. Uh for for Julie upstairs. So yeah, what a we finally get the Julie. We're back to Julie. And she's toast. Very <laughs> sad. This is a big when you read this for the first time, this is just like a really big oh shit moment. And it's a very good one that I did not expect the first time I read this. It was um, great. It was super good, right? Like, even rereading it, you're just like, Mil- the second that Miller gets to this hotel, you, the, the dread just builds in you as you get closer and closer to Miller seeing. And obviously, I'm not doing a great job of describing Miller's inner emotions as he's looking at this. He's, he's, he's fucked up. It's not, he does not like this. This is bad for him and his sanity. Um, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. yeah, it's a good, it's just really good, suspenseful reveal. Um, and yeah, it kind of sets Miller on the warpath and his total loss of any remaining. Oh my goodness. Yeah, Miller goes down a path. Decision making. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's going great. through it. He's really going through he it. Is, this is real hours, real sad boy. Oh, hours doesn't even for, know. For I love <laughs> Yeah, so. After this, I love it. it says Miller gestures to Holden and heads for the elevator without waiting to see if he's following. And then he Holden's just, like, he says nothing. He's just like, what? And just like, you can't see me. I'm throwing my arms and towards the elevator right now. That's what he does. And then uh, Holden's like, God damn it. I don't want to follow this, but I, I got it, I guess. Um, and gets in the elevator with him. Um, and then Holden's immediately upset. He's like, we're just leaving and no one's questioning us. This is injustice. <laughs> And uh, which is just a crazy take. I want to be questioned. Yeah, Where are the like, cops? just Talk because you're me. an ex cop doesn't give you permission to leave. It's like, uh, guy, we cannot be, we do not have time to be questioned by the cops. There's a he's big old conspiracy a... going on here. God, he's right holding what the fuck, dude? Like, chill. Yeah, he literally would. He's the kid that would like rat his friends out for cheating on a test, like, you know, he would. Or even just like, yeah, doing something. Not even like cheating on a test. Just like, I don't know. Just bad. Very bad. Unbelievable. It'd be like telling on the teacher who was like, all right, I'm going to give you guys jelly beans today instead of science class. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah he like complaining to the principal. It's like, yes. We didn't actually do our reading session today. <laughs> we, all we did today in class was watch Bill Nye. That was it, principal. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about that? What do you think about that? Yeah. Yeah, great stuff from Holden. Love it. Um, 
Yeah, and then he also Miller also reveals that he promised they wouldn't leave, and Hamus is like, "Fuck that, dude! We're we're not following that. Why did you? We're not making promises for you, mm-hmm. or taking promises that you made, uh, which makes sense. I probably wouldn't either. Um, and then, yeah, says here Naomi has to give the insight to Holden that uh, Miller is clearly upset about uh, Julie, and maybe he shouldn't uh, push it too much. Um, because, yeah, it's just funny how, like, again, uh, Holden is oblivious to a lot of context clues um, and things yeah, going actually, on. I also love this. Like, uh, like Miller, I'm, I'm picturing him just, like, on the verge of tears, like, shaking, like, really not doing well. And Holden's just like, what? Oh, is he? What's wrong with him? <laughs> <laughs> what, is, what is up with this guy? <laughs> after, after he says he's been looking for someone. And they find a dead body in the room <laughs> that's that's like horribly mangled and disfigured. Uh, and yeah, just cannot put two and two together here. Really good. No, really good. Even I says, he can't. Even says, I didn't get it. He seemed like Mr. Cool through all of this. <laughs> and Naomi's like, nah, dude, they're friends or something. So nothing, so nothing changed here, Holden? Nothing happened? Just between weird. The first thing and the one? Hmm. Who could say? Yeah, so they want to talk about it more. They want to talk about it more, but Miller's like, we got to go to somewhere private. Um, And then Holden's like, well, you're buying. So Miller gets another hotel room, which is just kind of funny. (laughs) They go to another crappy hotel, get a hotel room. The gang's all there. Miller bought it, which is, it says later that he has, like, no money. So this is, like, probably eats most of it. Yeah. And immediately Alex... uh, Goes in the bathroom and pukes a bunch, which is fair. Like he just saw, I would probably puke. I would probably puke there if I saw that that body and how I'm they described that it. He held it in for so long. Yeah, I know that's pretty uh, pretty intense. Impressive, honestly. And I like Miller. Like is like, all right, let's wait for the gang to finish up. What? <laughs> so he's waiting for. <laughs> okay, let's wait for that guy to finish puking and then we'll talk. <laughs> <laughs> which is hilarious because it calls more attention to his puking and like alex doesn't add anything to this conversation so nothing, it's like nothing it's amazing so i don't know why they had to wait for uh for that to happen um but then like you said earlier Hol- holden and crew are like why did you know we were there and why did you know the scalpuli was there and like all that crap and then Miller's just kind of like, I'm a good detective, <laughs> which is kind of true. Um, and he said he has access to stuff since he was a cop and all that. Um, and uh, then Miller like shoots back and he's like, uh, why were you there? Why do you know more about the scapulae? And they're like, no, not really. We just knew somebody named Lionel Polanski was there, um, which kind of gets Miller a little, little sad because you can tell he was hoping that they knew more about about julie um yeah and he could piece together some more things but but they do not uh so yeah big sad for miller um and then the team like goes over kind of what just happened they're like all right so that wasn't that obviously wasn't the like seal team six in there that was like a bunch of yahoos um trying to get the drop on this so they probably didn't have much time um so that means they didn't like and they obviously didn't know about miller so they weren't like all knowing. This isn't some like, I don't know, like huge government thing where they they knew exactly what was going to happen. This was like again a bunch of a bunch of yahoos. Um, right. So knowing that, 
Uh, it's probably not not powerful people. Um, but but that's yeah, I guess good. Um, and then Miller is like, "Yo, I got Julie's hand terminal," <laughs> and he's like, "Can anybody hack this?" Naomi is immediately like, "Yes." However, I don't want to touch that gunk that just like killed that girl. Um, good take. Good take. But uh, and then he's like, "Yo, it's in this plastic bag. It's safe." <laughs> and then, then Naomi's just like, "All right." Which to me, I don't. I still don't think I would take it. Um, if I were Naomi, like, it seems a little like you didn't get anything on that bag when you're putting it in there. Yeah, like one look at the brown goop that is coming out of Julie's body. <laughs> in all ways and forms um i wouldn't want to get anywhere near anything that had been close to the goop yeah um yep. that's me that's <laughs> yeah, just they're me. even like afraid at, they're like uh they she said yeah they're like afraid of later they like they discuss how they're afraid like uh was it airborne or yeah I, when they're reading I, through I, the... i'm surprised that they didn't freak out more about potentially being infected well, i mean i, know I think they, they didn't know it was an infection at first um but then like they read so yeah well so they're um so naomi's like ah, she's got a password i can't hack it <laughs> which is just like what were you gonna hack if if <laughs> like, like what, what, what was your purpose here like you turned it on like can anybody can we turn this phone on for me Oh, it's got a password. I'm done. This is it. But yeah. but thankfully, Miller is super creep and knows. And Julie's bad at passwords. Um, Very bad at passwords. So the really password bad. ends up being Razorback. Um, Who could have guessed? Just great stuff from Julie. But at I least it allows the plot to move forward. Oh. Um, and I love this, this uh, Amos quote here. Because during this whole thing, Miller's still, like, saying shit. Like... He's just like basically talking to himself about like solving the case. Um, and then Amos is like, does this guy know we're here? Is he talking to us? I love it. I <laughs> love it so much. That is, you're right. It's he's such like, a good quote. Yeah. It really puts into perspective how crazy Miller is. Yeah. It's just nonsense. It's he's just like basically piecing together the what's happening to himself but like everybody else is just like uh what are you talking about dude you gotta like you gotta explain some things think about how crazy (laughs) this would be you get the you get the terminal naomi like naomi's like oh there's a password and miller's just like oh yeah i know the password no worries (laughs) after miller gives it to her to be like can you hack this like, cause so clearly he doesn't know like Julie that well, or doesn't think that he'll be able to get into it. But then he like thinks about it. And he's like, oh wait, I know I can guess this. I mean, that would be, it would be weird. You'd be like, what, what is up? Very dude? Like, creepy. What, what are you on right now? Well, yeah, she thinks, like, or, well, they don't even know. They think he's like, yeah, they think they're like romantically involved right. just from what's happening, which makes sense, but it's very weird. Very, very weird. But, uh, yeah, so on the phone itself, or the terminal, the hand terminal, they call it, um, Miller's like, yo, she's very organized. Start with the notes <laughs> sitting on the desktop. Again, just, like, so good. They're like, okay. Which is very funny. <laughs> um, yeah, so they, she taps open the notes. It looks like it's, like, some kind of diary type thing. Um, and, yeah, it basically is, like, a diary entry. Uh, it explains her thought process of trying to get out of there she's like all right we got the shuttle um it doesn't have reactor it no radiation um has supplies <clears throat> but it doesn't have an epstein epstein driver torch so it's gonna 
be forever getting anywhere and the comms are disabled so clearly she already knows that like energy is bad for the phoebe bug um, figured it out very so on the ship that the crew of the scopuli got abducted from where she found yep. her crew yep and then she's like um where should i go iris is the closest but not ideal but there's no there's literally nowhere else to go so iris it is because <laughs> else it would be years um and then she didn't she mention that they were on the way to eros already um i don't think in is that no she says the closest transit is eros she asked herself is that where we were going going? so like clearly she's confused so maybe they were going to eros but not confirmed i think that um i think it i think they probably were because yeah they probably were because they knew the proto molecule was going to eros or the phoebe bug um so they probably were going to Eros. Uh, but yeah, so she, she decides I got to go to Eros. This is the only way. Um, she says she's got the Phoebe bug, which I think then reading this, they're like, oh, it's a bug. <laughs> not good. Not good. Um, yeah, not good at all. And she's like, she's immediately like there's brown shit everywhere, which is which is great. Um, I don't know how she knows. She says it's anaerobic, but it's just like, how do you know that? Unless they were, also, unless they were, they had intel on this from before. I, if um, I, w- I feel like if I was her, I would have immediately assumed, oh shit, I breathed it in. Instead right. of like, if, if I think, because she says like she's like, oh, I must have touched some. But if you didn't think she touched something, you would immediately be like, oh fuck, like I breathed this shit in. I mean, that's what my brain would do. I, I don't think know. they had intel on it because they it were. Um, I think that's what they were doing is they were trying to like head off the Phoebe bug or like. Yeah, so they must have had, like, some kind of intel on her. But it's also weird because she's, I don't know. It's, it's, I don't know how she knows it's anaerobic, but clearly it, it's anaerobic, I guess. Um, but, which is also weird because I think it kind of conflicts in later chat. Because when, uh, what's his name, takes off the helmet later when he's in Eros, it's like he's breathing in the stuff. But whatever, we'll ignore that for yeah, now. That's, yeah, but he's also, like, literally walking through so yeah, that's much true. at that point. And the fuzzies get on, assumedly touch him. <laughs> yeah, one way to put it. Yep, weird but. stuff. But she's like, I must have got it somehow. I'm, <laughs> I got brown shit everywhere, which doesn't seem ideal. And then it says she slept for three weeks and didn't even get up to pee. That seems bad. That seems like a long time. Yeah, she immediately follows this with, I'm so fucked. <laughs> we just like, imagine like getting up three weeks. That would not be good. Um, I don't even know what it wouldn't. Is that possible? I mean, I guess they probably uh, no. Would you would definitely die. You would definitely die. You need water every like two days at least. So yeah, that's fucked. Not up. possible. Um, then she's like, "All right, I'm writing down things to remember in case I go weird," uh, which pretty good plan. Uh, she writes down B A eight three four zero two four one one two, which we learn later is an asteroid. Um, radiation kills. So again, she's figured out that uh, radiation lights anything. Anything that's radiating will. Uh, feed it and make it go worse so oh video asshat said this thing eats near it so she must have watched a video on this oh she was on the oh <clears throat> we okay so, i under, we i know how we know this now right yep she watched the same shifts the video yep. that miller watches yep. later yep okay. yep that's okay. it so that makes sense um yes. so mystery solved uh so she's like i need to send up a flag get some help um you work for the smartest people in the system. They'll figure it out. So yeah, that's is. She's like, we'll do the Lionel Pulaski thing. Um, 
pull it's like an oceans 11 term all right we gotta do we have a lionel polanski yeah we do all right good <laughs> and then she uh she's like i gotta i gotta not spread this stay away from people um and keep away from bad guys uh so they don't uh they know and this is where she comes up with the the polanski name so they don't they don't know who she is uh and then she's describing how she's hot all the time um and she's very uncomfortable um she's she's trying to like make like live in the cold because she doesn't want to feed it which is not great um but she's fighting then she's on eros eros she sends up the flag that is lionel polanski the lionel polanski flag um she's noting that her head hurts there's lumps all over um Nah, and how good, what's this darren turned into goo is that gonna happen to me with yes <laughs> but uh mm. yeah very very bad stuff she's still leaking brown stuff she's like i gotta take my suit off i'm leaking too much brown stuff this um, started i mean i don't think this started until she got to yeah this is on eros this yeah. is presumably on the hotel room or not yeah. all um but obviously as, not the, as, the later part as she's getting very close to eros yeah and then She's like, don't let anybody touch the brown stuff. Burn me. I'm burning up. Yeah, so not good. not good. Creepy stuff. Creepy stuff. Um, not not good. And immediately they're like, Phoebe bug. What what the heck's that? And they're like, there's a station on Phoebe. He's <laughs> like, no belters are allowed on station on Phoebe. <laughs> yeah. Um. So they're like, yeah, that's probably where that's come from. And then they. They freaked out a little bit on if they're going to get uh, infected. Rightly. Uh, Naomi asks, where do we go from here? Holden's like, Venus, uh, which is great. And also foreshadowing to later mm-hmm. about uh, apparently that's Jim's number one joke. Whenever whenever somebody needs a fake suggestion on where to go, Jim is immediately Venus. Go to Venus, baby. Yeah, so, so uh, pretty crazy um so they're like oh this asteroid code let's go there and uh solve some more mysteries because obviously that, that that was important somehow um and miller's like yo i want to come with <laughs> and then holden a little insensitive he's like why your girl's dead <laughs> <laughs> uh which is <laughs> great stuff thank you for mr thank holden excellent he's like no it's about who killed her so clearly Miller wants some revenge or it's just like he's the mystery man. I don't know. But uh, why? Holden asked. No offense, but you found your girl. Your job's over, right? <laughs> <laughs> that dead girl back there. That was the one you're looking for, right? <laughs> you did it. Good job, dude. <laughs> and Kate Miller said, now it's about finding the guy who killed her. Incredible. That's not actually what it reads, but that's what my interaction brain is reading nice that's good good stuff wow so yeah so there we're making our way uh downtown this asteroid soon that's certainly nothing exciting will happen between now and when we get to that asteroid probably, probably not probably not but yeah that's a good chapter we learn a lot um too much too yeah too much Julie keeps good notes. It's a good thing for the story that she keeps good notes. Thank God. Uh, Thank God she keeps good notes. I would not be. If that was me in that room, there's no way I would have kept any notes. This, this not good. Ship would not have been there. The asteroid coordinates would not have been. 
maybe written down on like a post-it note somewhere, but oh, it wouldn't be organized. No, thank God no. for for organization. Definitely. So we get to we get to Miller once again. We are back in Miller's brain. Um, the Rossi is locked down um, because Sematimba politely requested that they don't leave Eros until he can clean this all up. So they can't leave. The crew is very upset about this. Miller is telling them, you know, it'll be fine. Sematimba, he just, you know, he wants to cover his ass to make sure that he won't get in trouble for letting them go and then they'll be good to go. Um, Miller then, you know, officially kind of asks, can I join you guys? I need to go to Julie's asteroid. We got to We got to do this. Um, Miller, you know, he's got no money left after buying the hotel and also apparently again paying for their breakfast, which. God damn it. Why would you do that? Um, but he says that he can get the money if it's about the money. And he makes up this dumb lie about hustling people <laughs> with fights. <laughs> it's very not believable. Um, Holden is like very skeptical, skeptical of this whole of this whole story. Um, and as this happens, a, a all four of the crew of the Rasanati get a message from Tycho. And it's saying that their uh, their status, that they are alive and that they are going to Eros has been leaked. The uh, message was intercepted that reads Holden escapes, but payload sample recovered. Repeat sample recovered. Proceeding to stage three. Uh-oh. So that's not ominous at all. Um, that seems normal to me. The gang assumes that this payload sample is likely Julie. M- you know, Miller's like, yeah, yeah, it's got to be it. And he he goes into a uh, big brain mode like he does often, and he starts connecting more dots. So they were shipping this bioweapon disease thing to Eros. Uh, you know, is what he kind of pictures or what he puts together here. Um, but he still can't kind of see the entire thing. He's trying to figure out still exactly like what what is going on here. Why were they shipping this bioweapon to Eros? Um, if they wanted to, you know, if they wanted to nuke this place, it'd be much easier to just actually nuke it um, instead of, you know, weaponizing some sort of disease against the population there. Um, while he's thinking a there is a big vibr- uh, not not a big vibration. But, you know, it is a vibration and plates shake and, you know, coffee mugs shake um, and a bunch of alarms start going off. And that seems bad. And in my mind, this seems like stage three. <laughs> um, our crew and Miller kind of start walking out there. They're walking with uh, just a bunch of people. Everyone is kind of being shepherded toward the casinos after these alarms are going off. Um, there it's a it's a voice and it's saying please proceed cautiously go to the casinos you will then be sent to radiological safety confinement um and that's being repeated on the Blackson system over and over and everyone's trying to figure out what that vibration could have been alex and holden think that it was some sort of explosion or a nuke um miller kind of disagrees with this and they say you know no they they haven't cracked the station because we're all still breathing. If there's anything that is big enough to get to the parts of the station with atmosphere, this place would crack like an egg, <laughs> a great big pressurized egg, which I really liked that uh, phrase. Crack like an egg is really good, and I like that because these are all domes in space, so it makes sense. There's like a shell. You break that shell, that egg is, you know, it's out of the shell Yoked. at that point. Um, 
yeah. So, Alex, I think talking about radiation allows Alex to reminisce about a time when he was in radiation containment for 18 days following a magnetic <laughs> containment drop uh, on a ship he was on, which killed five of his, his fellow naval members. So, it's, yeah, they were just straight up melted. He's like, they had to scrape the bodies up off the floor. It's like, okay, Alex, thank you for that. We didn't need that right now. Um, our group comes up to a security checkpoint. There's a big mob of people that are being held up that is growing. One of the security officers who pretty notably is speaking with Belter mannerisms. You pick that on of me. He says like the porque after porque. Uh, in the first sentence. You're like, oh, okay, that guy's a Belter. Because um, we haven't really seen that in a while, actually. Um, kind of written out. It's been a while since we had Belters talking to each other. Um, that's what I noticed immediately. But he basically says, okay, he starts ordering people around. He's like, okay, once we're going to open the tunnel, please go into the tunnel quickly um, and head down to the casinos. Amos immediately is like, okay, we're we're not going to the casino, right? We're going to go straight for the Rocinante. And Holden says, like, fuck yeah, like, we are not going to the casino. We're getting to the Rocinante yeah, as soon as we possibly can, and we're getting the hell out of here. Um, and here we get to Miller uh, detectiving the shit out of this situation. And all the dots start to get connected, baby. He looks at one of the cops and he's like, oh, wow, that cop's super chubby. His ride gear can barely fit on him. <laughs> the, Velcro, the Velcro fasteners are stretched to the limit. And there's like, oh, wait a minute. Ride gear? Wait a minute. And he starts, you know, he starts <laughs> being together. <laughs> a new security force. They're corrupt. They're untrained. They're belters. They have riot gear that doesn't seem to fit. Their name is CPM, short for Carne por la Machina, which means meat for the machine. Hmm. Surprised no one noticed that name before or had questioned that name. Mm-hmm. Miller looks at another cop and he realizes that he knows him. He's <laughs> like, oh, I know that guy. I've arrested him before on the series. <laughs> Uh, and this makes it all click for Miller. The riot gear from series, the missing gang members from series, the, if you remember, the Golden Bow, the, uh, oh shoot, what was the other group? The other two groups, I can't remember. Um, but all those, all those gang boys and girls that were missing from series are clearly here in charge of crowd control on Eros with all the stolen riot gear from Star Helix. Uh, Miller immediately thinks, oh, this can't be good, which is a good assessment, honestly. And he immediately tries to stay calm, but he grabs Holden's shoulder and just says, and again, all he says here is, don't go. <laughs> that, that is what he says. And then he says nothing else. And if I was Holden, I too would respond the way that he does at the beginning of next chapter. Because like, what? Be a little bit more specific here, <laughs> sir. Like, like, instead of uh, just saying, like, why didn't you just say, like, oh, hey, wait a second. Or, like, hey, let's talk for a second. <laughs> or something. I don't know. Some, anything else. But that's what he decides to go yeah. with. He just grabs his shoulder and says, don't go. Miller just assumes that everyone can hear what's in his head, pretty much. Yes. Pretty Miller's sure. like, as he figures all this out, Miller looks at his at Holden and Naomi and Alex and Amos chatting still, and he's like, "Oh, they haven't realized this yet." Like, what? Of course, they haven't realized this. Like, they have no <laughs> none of the information that you have. It's ridiculous. Very weird. Very it's weird. Very but great detective. Them. They're from so Mr. happy. Miller. 
They have no idea. <laughs> this one seemed a little obvious, but uh, he got it. Um, yeah, yeah, so got there. wild stuff. Holden, the media is like, what do you mean don't go? Of course. Right. That's what you would say. And he's what like, yo, somebody order? just nuked the station. If we can't go to the Rosie, we should probably take shelter. Uh, Miller's like, yo, look at those cops over there. And then Holden immediately does. He's like, huh, those guys do look a little weird to be cops. <laughs> but he's, he's still like, I don't get it. And then Miller explains, yo, back when you said Mars blew up the water holler, Holden, Holden immediately, I never said that they blew up the water <laughs> which is hilarious. I love that this happened. But Miller powers through it. He's like, I found out my police ride gear was stolen off series. I just found it. It's right there. And then he also points out, like, yo, I know that guy. I arrested him before. That dude's a thug. Like, he's uh, he's a mobster. That um, dude, he's a piece of shit. <laughs> oh. Um, there's, there's still, like, yo, if I'm, if I'm, if the station got nuked, though, and we're about to, like, die of radiation poison, we should probably still go to the shelters, even if it is, like, mobsters. Um, but then Miller very handily points at his terminal and is like, yo, we got radiation warnings on these things. It's not popping off. Uh, I think we're fine. I think these guys are lying to us. Um, so so then Miller just, or Holden like turns his back to Miller and like talks to Naomi, which is fair play, I guess. Um, Naomi's probably the smartest person in this room. Uh, so, so they're like, all right, we'll try to get back to the ship. Um, in get past the mobsters if there's no radi- radiation danger. And the Miller's like, eh, that won't work. <laughs> it says he's trying to pretend that he, he's not eavesdropping, but... I, I mean, it's like, this whole little... This whole interaction is so dumb. Yeah. Holden turns to talk to Naomi privately, but it's still talking loud enough for Miller to hear them. Yeah, Miller ha- is like, oh, should I pretend to not hear them? <laughs> and then, but then he's like, I'm cutting it either way. I don't know. It's just like, what? Why are we doing this, people? Like, just... Talk as a group. Yeah, very weird. And then, but Miller points out, like, yo, these guys have riot gears. We can't just, like, go with the crowd in the casino and then, like, keep going because we'll get beat up <laughs> or they'll, like, force us to do what they want. We can't just go with the, the rest of the cattle here. And then Holden's like, you got a better idea? Uh, Miller's like, yeah, let's uh, let's go hide in this maintenance closet. Um, So Amos... Breaks, it's it's more in the closet though. It's actually corridors, maintenance corridors, I should say. So Amos breaks open the the high voltage warning door. Um, they all get inside. Amos notes that the the lock doesn't work anymore, so people could still find them, but no biggie. Uh, a fun little thing here. Naomi's like, why didn't they make these maintenance things big enough for belters if like belters are going to be working this? And then Miller smartly points out that since this was the first colony, like this wasn't belter made. This was. Uh, Short little human made. So, yeah, yeah these little service service uh, corridors are pretty, pretty tight. Pretty tight, especially for Naomi, the six foot something big girl, small lanky girl. Um, so then, yeah, after that, that little little history lesson, you get Alex sitting down on the floor and says he hurts his butt, which is great. More continuity about the, the broken leg. Good stuff. Um, so then he's like, all right, now what do we do, detective? He's like, we wait for them to pass, and then we go through behind them. I'm still not sure how this was supposed to work, because they still presumably have to go through the casino level. Um, 
anyway. Like, I don't know how... Like, how did Naomi and them get passed later after this? Um, also don't know. Like, it's it's weird I to me. I guess, assumedly, the... Because, unless... I don't know what they did, because... I don't either, because, I mean, if they went... If they went the... If Miller and Holden are going the only way that you can go to get right. to the ships, then how did... Yeah, and they make they a point... Miller get or Alex and Amos get through that same yeah. way. I also I don't really I think this plan has some holes, but we'll but. maybe we'll look at it. We'll revisit as we go through these I'll next try. chapters. Maybe they note it. Maybe they note it. So yeah, they're like they also make a big point. They're like they all passages have to lead through. The, if you want to get anywhere in the station, you have to go through the casino because it's like exiting through the gift shop. They want people to go to the casino, right? Um. They make a big point about that, and they make they also make a big point about we can't just use the service corridors because we don't have a map for these things, and we will get lost big time, um, which is pretty fair. I think in the in the movies they actually do use the the service corridor, the movies, the show. Um, I'm pretty sure they do use the service corridors to get to. Uh, don't they don't they like find a map like in the actual? I like, think on they the find wall of the corridor people. itself or something like that, or they find people. Gotcha. I think they do find maps and people. Yeah, and they also find people and then save some people, which is good on them. Um, but that right. doesn't happen here. <laughs> At least I don't mm-hmm. think it does. Um, no. Yeah, and then we get the best part: Miller and Holden using their two superpowers, the the lust for for mysteries and the. Uh, and the busybody. I love how they talk themselves into this. They're like, all right, but we should probably find out what's going on here. Why are there serious mobsters? Why are they going to radiation shelters? What's going on? He's like, we should probably go figure these out. Um. So, yeah, they, they really talk themselves into it. They're like, Holden's like, it'd be pretty stupid to take a look at what's going on. And Miller's like, yes, whatever's going on in those shelters, you know that's where all the guards and patrol will be. Yeah, Holden says. Captain Naomi says in a warning voice, <laughs> Naomi's like, "No, <laughs> we're we're relatively safe right you now." Need to leave. <laughs> then Owen's like, "Still, you hate a mystery." <laughs> and I was like, "I do," <laughs> with a nod and a you, smile. You know me so well. You know me so well. <laughs> and you, my friend, are a damn busybody. It has been said. <laughs> and Naomi's like, "God damn it, um, <laughs> Amos, what is it, boss?" These two just broke our getaway plan, Naomi replied. Um, she immediately knows that, yeah, they're going to go uh, be idiots and look at what's going on here. Um, so, yeah, that's what they decide to do. They're, so, Holden and Miller go out. She tells Naomi, yo, if we're not back in... Does she give him a time limit here? Three hours. Three hours, then leave. Holden gives her that time limit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's like... If, Holden's like, if we're not back in three hours, get out of here. Don't be a hero. And then is later upset when they do leave, which is funny. He's like, I thought she would wait for me. The consequences of my own actions. Yeah, but uh, yeah. sure. Then, so Holden and, and our, our boy Miller are out in the station. They immediately check their phones. They're like, it's I don't know what Miller is going to make a call about. I think it's just an excuse to say our phones don't work. Um, but yeah, the network's down, so they can't call anybody, which just adds to the, uh, the tension, I guess. They can't just, like, call Naomi and be like, yo, we're gonna be five minutes late, don't go. Um, and they can't call his buddy cop or anything. 
yeah, so they're I'm, uh, right. I'm rereading my I'm rereading this part. You yeah, know, they're flying they're flying solo. I want to make a call. He quickly dialed up a number, and after a few moments, a flat gray network not available message appeared. <laughs> Phone down, Holden asked. That's the first thing I do too, Miller replied. I see, Holden said, even though he really didn't. Yeah, I, they, they don't say who Miller was trying to call at all. <laughs> Very weird. Like, shouldn't he just, uh, like, I can see maybe, um, what's his name? Just trying to check Sip his phone. phone. See if it's up. Yeah, I don't but, know. Like, yeah. The fact that he dials a number too. Like, who are you calling? He dialed someone. He called someone or he tried and to. A number too. Like, presumably you have people you know in your contacts. Like, is he getting a pizza? Like, what's going on here? I don't know. Very weird. <laughs> Phone's dead. Dang. That's exactly what I expected. <laughs> um, yeah, so they get to the few guards. They're like, Holden's like, yo, let us in. Miller immediately puts a gun up against his head and is like, yo, let us in. And Holden's like, yeah, you should probably do it. He's crazy. <laughs> and the whole time, Holden is like, man, I hope he's really not going to shoot this guy in the head. Yep. And Miller like, goes into this thing about, he's like, you know what they call a no-brainer? <laughs> about how if he shoots him in the head, that he the, turns, the rest of the plane will be okay. sucked out. <laughs> it's just like... Like, if I'm holding, I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> this guy's on. Are we the baddies? He's the Joker. He's turning. Miller turned into the Joker. You want to know how I got <laughs> these scars? That's what he does right here. He's like, you want to know what a no brainer is? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up crazy. Not good. Not good. Literally nuts. Um. So the guard finally is like, all right, I'm doing it. He lets him in. And immediately they just see bodies laying across the floor in there. And they're like, um what is going on and then holden's like all right one sec and miller just pushes the guard in <laughs> he's like you go first and the guard immediately starts like collapsing and convulsing. and then both the radiation warnings on their hand terminals are going off and they're like oh shit and they immediately start um panicking and closing the door and then they they look at each other and like yo we just got hit with like a shit ton of radiation and they realize they're dead if they don't get back um, to a medical attention within, I think they said like six hours, which seems that's like a lot of time, number, but yeah, that's the number that I think Holden put forth. Right. And so, yeah. So in this world, in real life, if you get that much radiation, you're pretty much dead. But in this world, you can take magic pills and uh, every yeah, day we do survive. not have the, we do not have the technology of this universe. That is for sure. <laughs> yeah. So then, a great visual here. They're like, we'll be bleeding out our rectal rectums pretty soon here. <laughs> and then uh, Holden reflects on how he's glad he has sperm tucked away in Montana and Luna. What the fuck is this guy on, man? <laughs> what is he on? Unbelievable. He what a thing like, to oh, think God, about right now. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> my sperm will never be the same. <laughs> Thank God I jizz so much in Montana. During my teen years. Yeah, and then, so now is when they reflect on, they're like, yo, this isn't, like, there are better ways to mass kill people. This clearly isn't, like, a uh, yes, right. a mass killing situation. They're, like, growing the Phoebe bug on these people, probably. Or that's what they conclude, which they're they're pretty right. They're, they're pretty right. So they realize because that, they, yeah, yeah, this is, they're setting up series to be a incubation chamber, basically. 
Eros. Um, for Eros, sorry. Not serious. That yeah. Um so then we get to the part where they come up on two more cops. Holden's like, yo, and then Miller just caps him. Like, <laughs> like we talked about earlier. Miller's like, hey, let's just go talk to him. It'll be so chill. He's lying. <laughs> and then it immediately won't. shoots him. <laughs> <laughs> like I, like it's so I love how Holden says follow my lead too. Yeah, Cla- Holden like thinks he's in charge of this uh, engagement, and he yeah. is not. He is not in charge of this engagement. Yeah, um, he clearly not because Miller just straight up uh, more in charge him. of everything that is happening. And then he like gives Holden a lecture about yo, you got to go for the neck and the inner thigh. <laughs> and Holden's still like freaking out. We're just gonna go talk to him. We're just gonna go talk to him. Bang, bang. <laughs> <laughs> Unreal. Really unreal. Yeah, it was a great move. It was a great move. You gotta love it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just just freaking crazy. Just caps him. And like you can clearly tell that Miller is um yeah, a sociopath crazy right here. He's or acting on like another him. level. He's on another level. He we we are starting <laughs> to see this is what we were kind of attesting to earlier, right? Like we Miller and Holden are just fundamentally on different wavelengths right now. Miller has lost it. He starts reminiscing in a, the next chapter about when he when he actually lost it, which he thinks may have been long ago. Um, but clearly, discovering Julie dead has uh, has fucked him up, and his brain wants to not think, and yeah. he just wants to shoot people a little bit. Yeah, he definitely. Uh, yeah. He's in shoot first, ask questions later mode right now. Um, and he, yeah, it, it's it's just very apparent. Holden is continually like, oh my God, what the hell did this guy just do? Like over and over <laughs> and over through these through these next couple scenes. And I mean, that's a reasonable reaction to Miller Lots and of murder. the decisions that he's making. Yeah, and the murders that he's committing. Oh, the murders. Because, because... You know, if you've read this book, you have to remember that, like, we don't know that there's a bunch of vomit zombies yet. We don't know that everyone's <laughs> dead already, right? Yeah. So, like, this this looks like Miller is just walking up on these security people that he's the, he's the only proof that they have that these are not actual real security people, right? Like, they're just trusting his word about that at this point. And then he just walks up with him and holding. He just fucking murders two of them. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, that would be, that would be jarring, to say the least. Holden, I would be a little worried about Miller and him, you know, his decision making in general and his, his his mental capacity in general as well. Like, is he going to just murder everyone we try and talk to? I, I don't know. Who could yeah. say? Maybe he will. Holden's like, all right, let's not kill anybody if we don't have to anymore, right? <laughs> I think Miller's killed three people at this point. Yeah. So, or, or I guess four since he got the arrows, right? Because he killed the person in the hotel. Mm-hmm. He killed the one guy. He's been murdered a lot. He's, he's a busybody. Oh, no, that's holding. But yeah. Yeah, I just want to note that the one, the poor guard that they, that was guarding the door of the, of the radiation shelter, they, they pushed wrong. him in and then holding closed the door. They just, they let, they well, locked I mean, my guy dead. in there. He was dead. I know, but like, he was only a couple feet closer to that than they were. I don't know. It makes they, a big I mean, difference. They, Radiation actually 
I learned this in our Science Tuesday that it, it actually just like air cuts away a lot of gamma radiation. Oh, interesting. Um, based on distance, but yeah, and it's uh, yeah, they described him as like falling to the floor and like immediately like pretty much dying. So, but yeah, it's still pretty brutal to like lock him in there. <laughs> They're like, oh shit. Miller kicks him in there and they lock the door on him. Just brutal stuff. Just brutal. Yeah. I agree. And then, <laughs> yeah. After there. Happens, At least Holden's out. like... Like, Holden doesn't want Miller. The mo- Most of this, like, bad stuff is on Miller, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because Holden's also, like, we should have a plan. And then Miller's like, you go first and kicks the dude in there. <laughs> um, Yeah, not great. It's I think it goes both ways, right? Like, Holden doesn't want to murder people but also are they do they get out of this if miller doesn't take the actions he does it, well arguably are they in this I, they both make the bad decision to go into the situation as well i think yeah. that they it's kind of on them it's both. also and, funny that yeah neither probably survive without the other in my no. in, in my opinion um because yeah, if I, like they do everything miller's way i don't think they they succeed and also if they if <laughs> holden just tries like good guy gallivanting he's gonna get shot so or they get thrown in one of those yeah the radiation right so good mix good balance for these guys so yeah i mean they they basically after this they figure out that oh all these people are being shuttled into areas where the brown goo is and they're just you know shooting in I don't really know how they're shooting in radiation to these these tanks, but they are. They somehow. like set up. I mean, later they explain that the guards like, yeah, we set up a bunch of surveillance cameras, some like radiation shit. That's when there's. That's not this chapter, is it? I don't think so. I think no. that's later where they're like questioning the guard about like what's going on. Yeah. Um, but I guess the. Uh, yeah. Basically, this is just yeah. It's interesting that they that that's what they're doing. They're they're covering people in this goop. In these tanks ironic they are blasting radiation into these tanks to feed it quote-unquote and yeah. yeah that's what miller and holden have figured out yeah and then yeah miller's just straight up like yo holden take the throat shot if you can most people the place plate and the chest armor don't quite cover that gap if the neck's covered then shoot the inside of the thigh very thin armor there yeah <laughs> just, that's where miller's brain is at crazy which is great so yeah, we get to we get to the Miller chapter, which is fantastic. Miller, Miller he's he's thinking again, which is not never a good sign. <laughs> he, he thinks about the first time he killed someone on series. He he thinks about his you know the counseling he went to. He thinks about how he cried. He had nightmares. He had the shivers. You know the normal things that you have when you murder someone for the first time, um, but that no one likes to talk about. Um, Miller knows though that after he's after he's killed someone for the first time which was a long time ago at this point um that he that he can kill someone if he needs to um and after he's found now after he's found julie he thinks about how killing almost feels like a relief uh because he like he just kind of feels empty i guess i'm not entirely sure he he's lost a lot of feeling i think is the issue um and he's also he clearly is um like mourning this mourning julie slightly he i don't i don't know maybe he's just in a state of shock that might be it um he mentally he's not right and he describes as he describes killing people as like feeling relief that's not a good place to be 
Um, I, I don't think for anyone. But that's where Miller's at. So they, um, Miller's like thinking to himself as well. Like, I hope that I didn't make Holden nervous with that display. We have to just like just doming the one guy Oops. and then shooting the other guy in the thigh within like a second. Yeah. And then doming um, him. Yeah. Yeah. Not good. And the two kind of start strategizing on how to get back to Naomi and the crew and uh, Alex and Amos. They, they're thinking like, okay, the maintenance corridor that goes between maybe that goes between multiple levels that might be the best bet that we have to get back to the ship because we're probably not going to be able to just walk through the casino level. And they are right about that. And they also, Miller notes that the alarms have gone eerily silent. So that seems like a bad sign. Um, Miller, for the first time, he wishes he was back on series <laughs> because he would know exactly the, the way to go. But since he's on Eros, they just have uh, an, an educated guess. So they start working their way back towards Naomi. And he notes that they're both walking a little bit slower than they normally would because of the massive radiation dose they just took. Um, and so, assumedly, they're going to start feeling the effects of that um, pretty shortly. Two more guys in Riot Gear notice them, and they kind of call off them. And Miller's brain starts to, starts to hum here. And he's like, okay, these guys are amateurs. They're not trained Riot cops. So I... All my training is going to be much better than what their training was. And I'm probably going to be able to outsmart them and use this situation to my advantage. One guard, one of the guards asked where they're going. Uh, Holden kind of is like, oh, you know, haha, we're just lost. We don't really know where we're going. This guard hits Holden with the butt of his rifle. And Holden's kind of like, oh, like what? You know, that's what happens when you get hit with the butt of a rifle. Uh, Miller shoots this guy in the throat. Just straight up. Boom. He dead. So there's another one. <laughs> Body count going up for Detective Miller. <laughs> he then turns to the one that's alive. And he's like, oh, you're Mikey Co, aren't you? Um, Miller recognized. I it's Detective Miller. <laughs> and Mikey's just like, oh, hey, how, how how are you? Like literally, that is like Weird. what this guy says. And I'm I this was I was crying. This is actually so funny to me. I love this conversation between mikey and miller and the fact that mikey is just trying to like be all like chummy with, <laughs> with miller i just think it's the funniest thing regarding like based on the situation they're in i've just yeah i remember you how you been doing that's what mikey says miller replies good and bad you know how it is yep they're <laughs> just having some small talk Unreal. um while thousands of people are just getting massacred in the background um Miller then kind of switched to business mode. He's like, Mikey, all right, explain what's going on. And Mikey's just playing dumb. I was like, okay, hey, dude, like, I just murdered your friend and I will murder you, like, with the drop of a pin. And Holden's like, he will. He will do that. And the guy kind of like, Mikey kind of like, okay, I, I, I just tell him I got nothing to lose here. Um, he explains that he got the job about a year ago, which is a long time ago. Um, you know, based on our understanding of the timeline here. And they were trained by the guys who were here before. And Miller asked if that was Protogen, and he's like, yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, so we learned pretty directly that Protogen, you know, was training these guys to be security here on, on Eros. Uh, Mikey also describes that they used to smuggle some stuff in, uh, a bunch of scientific equipment, like sensors, 
surveillance systems, servers, water and air readers. Um, and then after they had got all this training and they had smuggled all this stuff into Eros and set it all up, uh, that there had been a lull. They had heard, you know, basically nothing for weeks and they just kind of hung out. The Miller starts to try and connect more dots here. So the Phoebe Buck hadn't made it to Eros initially, but then Julie showed up and they Tycho intercepted that message, which says, you know, the 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 payload was delivered or whatever. And um, so that must have been Julie getting to Eros. And that seems like too much of a coincidence to not be um, why there was this uh, this lull that these guys had this break that these guys had. Mikey says, you know, the pay was good though. And it was <laughs> nice having a couple of weeks off. And then Miller just puts the gun under his armor. He like reaches up like his shirt. I'm a, from, if I understand yeah. this correctly and just shoots him in the stomach. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> We're really, going to stop shooting people. <laughs> I really hope Holden isn't scared. Shoots a guy in the stomach. And just like, I mean, yeah, he has to like, work his way up under the armor from what I understand and and do it. So it's not like he just like put his arm out and bang. He's got to like get up there because you can't, the pistols can't shoot through this chest armor um, is something that is clear. Clear. So yeah, I mean, he just, Holden's just like, what the fuck dude? Like, why are you doing this? Why are you like this? And Miller does not respond to this. He's like, hey, help me carry this guy. <laughs> because this is part of Miller's plan that he didn't tell Holden that he kept in his brain up till right now. Yeah. So Miller and Holden carry Mikey Co. to a checkpoint, Mikey. to the next checkpoint. There's four guards there. Um, Mikey's like in and out. He's like losing it, which, you know, he got shot, really shot in the stomach. stomach. So at first, that's a, that's a, that's a death sentence. At and first it's a painful he, death um, sentence from what I Miller's like, oh no, maybe I didn't shoot this guy good enough. <laughs> He's a little too coherent. Oh no. And then... <laughs> Which is hilarious. His priorities right now are interesting. Crazy person. Um and yeah, he basically he's Miller's using the, the classic like help. We have, you know, he's using the classic ruse of we have an injury. We have an injury. And he says that there was. We're all looking someone, for the guys who did this. We're all looking for the guys who did this. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, and that there's, you know, that the guys who did do this are these gunmen and they're back a ways off. And you got to go find them right now. Help, 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 go. We'll get this guy to the thing. And since these guys are not trained officers and they are just random, you know, they're basically just like gang members. They take a little bit of convincing, but they do believe him and they kind of run off and these guys get through this checkpoint. Um, we then get uh, some some more great inner Miller mind dialogue and Miller kind of reflects on how he's dying of radiation damage because it's starting to hurt a lot more. Uh, he's starting to feel it in weird ways. And he thinks about the series of choices that he's made on Eros and continues to make on Eros. He's like, oh, shit. I'm going crazy. And that, like, I love that. He, like, I just love yeah. the way that he thinks. I'm like, oh, yeah, man, I have lost it officially. At least he knows. He's like, oh, man, if one of my partners were, were doing all, were making these choices, I would have noticed this quickly. I'd have been like, oh, this guy, this person lost it. Mm-hmm. Navalok's lost it. Octavia's lost it. 
And he's like, oh, crap, it was me. So I didn't notice it. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm not doing I'm not doing good things right now. <laughs> um, and then he thinks back and he gets a little philosophical. and He's like, you know what? I was losing it long before I found Julie. He thinks about all the times that he's shut down emotions that he that he could have experienced in the past or any time that he spurned human contact or friendship or any moments of compassion. Uh, and he's just thinking about his life. He's just he's just going through it, thinking about his life, thinking about if he why he didn't quit the the police force after he murdered that first guy because why would you continue to be in a job that requires you to murder people? Fair. And yeah, he he's just thinking about life and and when he when he thinks that he was starting to lose his humanity uh, is what is what he's picturing. Um. And once again, he pictures Julie um, and he I think he's pictured Julie a couple times. I think I've stopped count. I think I've stopped mentioning every single time he, he imagines Julie because he does it a lot. Um, but I will bring up the ones that are very important, which they get more important. Um, but yeah, he pictures Julie again and Julie is consoling and he's forgiving. And Miller kind of realizes that he is imagining Julie as a part of himself that is still capable of, of feeling emotions and and. And, you know, I don't know, being a human. And he then kind of, he thinks more about imaginary Julie. And this is good. This is a good way to think. He, he kind of, he's crazy, but he's not wholly crazy yet. He's like, you know, there's no reason to think that Julie was anything like this imaginary Julie in my head. And that, you know, meeting her would have been a disappointment for her. Definitely her. Mm. And, but also him <laughs> but also him too um and he he's like i have to believe that because he doesn't want to give himself hope uh that maybe it wouldn't have been a disappointment for them um miller then kind of comes out of his his daydream i was like dude are you like are you okay like are you <laughs> you were you were spaced out there for a little bit um miller did not notice that they have returned to the hideout uh, he he realizes that they're just they're just carrying dead Mike. Mikey died at some point, uh, and they're just carrying him still. And they just kind of drop him. <laughs> <laughs> and there's like my arms asleep, and he's like noticing like ooh, and it's not getting better either. Um, and then they're the, Holden kind of notes, okay, we're five minutes past the three hour deadline here. Like they're probably still here. And then he slides the door open, and there's no one there. He's like, well, yep, fuck. Fuck me is what he says. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, fuck me. He says it a bunch. Melee Holden goes into depression mode. <laughs> they left us. He's like oh, Naomi hates me. No, she left she him. Yeah, he's like, why doesn't this girl love me? <laughs> he, uh, yeah, he's he goes into a little uh, a little crazy. We've all been there, Holden. We've all been there. He's too. like, oh no, I'm gonna go die with this guy I don't even like, and <laughs> we're gonna insane. die. <laughs> Um, Miller's like, how long do we have? He's like, I have no idea. Holden wishes Shed was there. <laughs> who's Miller's obviously like, who's Shed? Uh, Holden doesn't want to get back to the feelings, but uh, but yeah, feeling sorry for Shed still. Good call back to Shed. And then, and then Miller's like, let's just call her. I feel like this was put in there by like editors or like we gotta cross off them trying to call her. Because it's like, we already established the networks are down. But yeah, Miller, Holden tries to call her anyway, and of course the networks are still down. Right. Um, 
And then Miller's like, all right, let's just go back to the ship. And then <laughs> Holden is is still a little depressed. Um, and he's like, why? That's kind of silly. And then Miller kind of lays it out like, yo, we can die here being stupid and just crying. We can go try to get the ship, get shot by a bunch of mobsters, which might be a little more fun. And or we get to the ship and we're saved. He's like, the first, the last two options sound pretty cool, right? Better than just dying here. Uh, Holden uh, does realize, yeah, that's probably a better plan. <laughs> and so he's like, I just needed a few minutes to uh, to sulk. Um, feel sorry for myself, he says. Let's go get killed by the mafia. Yeah, I love it. Love the uh, the Holdenness. Um. So yeah, they they decide to go try to catch up with the Rosinante, or at least try to get off this rock um, instead of, uh, yeah, dying in in uh, chaos. But then we, we go back with them down at the casino level, holding notes. Man, this is like a powder keg ready to blow. There's, like, unruly crowds here. Uh, everybody in Riot Gear is, like, looking on. Um, he wanted to... He says he wanted to shout and be like, yo, don't listen to these dudes. They are <laughs> not who they say they are. But he knows that would cause a, a riot. But then, shortly oh, after, a riot gets started anyway because um, the, the crowd is unruly. Um, a couple shots go off and people start yelling. The mob starts swirling. It says the angry rumble of the mob followed by electrically amplified voice of someone in riot geared yelling for people to get back. Uh, and then more gunshots. So... Great stuff. Everybody's going crazy, presumably in this crowd. Um, rioting. Gunshots are going on. And then uh, Holden sees one one little kid in particular get shot. And this, this sets Holden off. He's immediately in uh, super good guy mode. Um, and goes, like, this is truly unreal. Just uh, really personifies Holden moment. Just, this is everything Holden is. Immediately goes... Oh, no runs sprints immediately at the the dude who shot the little kid um and starts like firing wildly it says like not even hitting most of the shots um and forgetting the training that miller had showed him and shooting the rest into his chest so he hits him in the chest three times the rest of his shots go who knows where which is pretty irresponsible (laughs) but also Mm -hmm. yeah just like nuts he was just talking about how they needed to lay low and not like (laughs) go crazy and then immediately does this at the first sign of uh of bloodshed um but yeah it immediately shoots all the shots and then the guard's like you stupid motherfucker and he's gonna shoot yeah. holden because he, he shot him in the chest which we've already established doesn't kill them because they have chest armor uh but then miller comes to his rescue <laughs> shoots the guard in the neck um and miller's like huh the neck remember neck and legs <laughs> and and uh but holden's still worried about the kid he sees it's a little asian boy um and is like yo we gotta help him and miller's like dude he's dead (laughs) he took he took some shots the to the chest um and holden yeah still doesn't really want to let go um but but realizes yeah he's uh he's dead and is is uh super sad um so then they Presumably later, they're they're making a way to try to exit the casino. Uh, they get to the exit, and they see uh, the guards have kind of fallen back and are just protecting the exits. There's like 30 of them, 
Um, <laughs> Miller says, okay, so how many can you handle? <laughs> and uh, Holden Mill immediately realizes that Miller's joking, but uh, is like, how do we get past this? And Miller's like, well, we don't. This, uh, there's no <laughs> way out here. So they're a little cliffhanger here. What are they going to do? They're trapped in the casino still. Their only way out, presumably uh, blocked by uh, 30, 30 or so guards. Heavily armed guards, it says. Lots of uh, weapons. Um, yeah. So I love that we get a classic Holden moment in there. Just uh, blindly. Yeah, I do. Absolute idiot. Blindly trying to do good. <laughs> like, not even helping, really. Um, not not at all. Miller's cold and calculating mind is just the exact opposite of Holden's warm and uncalculating mind. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's also like if you like just oh, like God. if you just think Rain about over. it for a second, like I don't do that. Just don't charge in at a random. Right. Guard. But it's also like if you're you were like saying, yeah, we can't just like kill these guards, even though they're like leading hundreds of people to their death. And then you like just immediately like have an emotional reaction to like a guard shooting a kid when in reality they're like theoretically shooting all these people just not actually shooting them so like <laughs> yeah i don't know he just holding just gets set off by like emotions and uh right and wrong doing a lot um with this yeah some trying to sh- chase the ship just like yeah, immediately he... stupid moves <laughs> like we have some more bangers coming up here too in the next I believe the Holden's next greatest hits. Just yeah, like, we've got some absolute. He's lucky fantastic. surrounded by competent people. Or Holden would be dead a lot. He's lucky he isn't dead anyway. He's very lucky. Very, very lucky. So, yeah. So, that is actually where we end for today um, with our, our two heroes. You can call them. Doing that. it. Dude, who's uh, getting to try and get to the back to the Rasinante? Rosinante. So that they can get the fuck off Eros. Tilting at windmills. Yeah. Eros is not a good place to be at the moment, as we will find out very quickly <laughs> in our I next mean, episode. It already doesn't look great, but yeah. It doesn't look great, but we learn it's about, to about look worse. the new threat. <laughs> it's about to look worse. The zombies. Who expected it? No one. I didn't. Not me. Not I. Mm-mm. But this is, we get a little bit of a, like, a, you know, it take, there's a little bit of a light horror element here, which I actually like. Yeah. yeah I don't have it sure. as much in the later. I don't have it as much in the later books. But this first one, you know, there's a little bit of a light, uh, a light, scary tinge, which is good. Second one, too. Yeah. Wait, when in the second one? I mean, there's, like, zombies in the second one. Oh, yeah, Remember I the forget the zombies. Bodies yeah. on the ship, and they're all, like, coming to life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah oh. weird stuff. Weird stuff. But... Yeah, do you want to go to the Protogen Lab Report? Science Tuesday? Science Tuesday. Radiation Tuesday. Radiation Tuesday. A a subject that me and Dak are experts in. We both got our radiation degrees from the Radiation College of... Radiation. I don't know. Kentucky, maybe? Probably? Yeah. Yeah, so we did a lot of Googling. A lot of... (laughs) research here so we're pretty much experts in radiation um as ben has said absolutely um send us all your emails about radiation and everything that we and you can praise us for how smart we are um 
how correct we are over and over about all this stuff. So let's get into it. What so, is radiation, Dak? Radiation is just energy that's uh, traveling through space. So this can be a lot of things. A lot of times what we we think about is like radiation, like the nuclear stuff is is electromagnetic radiation and specifically um, like gamma rays. Because like anything is technically radiate like radio waves visible light that's all technically radiation and we see like that uh since the protomolecule um does uh feed on energy and all radiation that she's like knocking out light she's knocking out everything not just like nuclear reactors but um gamma rays and such hold a lot a lot more energy um so that is why uh they <laughs> they want to be knocked out more they're also a lot smaller so they can uh, penetrate our our skins better, knock some molecules loose, um, and and do more damage to to humans in general. So yeah, that's yeah. The for Science Tuesday, I was reading the Wikipedia pages about the the two biggest radiation events that I'm aware of, uh, which are the the bombings of Hiroshima and Nagasaki. <sighs> As well as the Chernobyl explosion, is that a good yep. way to say that explosion? Um, so yeah, we you, the clear thing that is happened by, um, or the the clear thing that is caused by radiation exposure and too much of it is cancer, um, and I don't necessarily understand why. I'm not going to try and explain it why it breaks the DNA because cancer is basically like. When your DNA replicates, if it messes up um, in a certain way, going right, it's cancer. So, like, what happens? Like, it's the same thing with like skin cancer. That's when the UV radiation hits your skin. It kind of it knocks like a piece it of your DNA off. Um, okay. So then your skin, when it replicates, now is replicating differently. You get moles and stuff like that. Skin cancer. Um, Why yeah. does it kill you? What? Why does cancer kill you? Because it's you know you're the you're the you're the expert here. I'm making this all up. <laughs> but uh, so so basically, from what I understand, cancer cells like multiply fastly, or they want to keep um, regrowing. So that's like, and they'll eventually like take over all other cells. So like your your other cells won't be able to function because the cancer ones no. are growing so rapidly and kind of moving in on the regular cells territory. Um, so I mean, it just like ends. You, I mean, it's just like bodily functions just get shut down at some point eventually right. if too much of it's gotcha. Yeah. So the because cancer they, cells are basically not good cell, or they they are not doing their job, I guess, correctly. Yeah. And they wow. they also grow wild. So it's like that's also <laughs> we're going on big tangents that I still don't know a lot about. But like one of the big things with anti aging, um, like technically cancer cells would be <laughs> are like good for anti aging because. What happens is your body stops being able to um, replicate or it gets bad at replicating. But cancer cells right. are really good at replicating and they replicate in overdrive. Uh, so that's good. So if we can get that part of cancer cells into our cells, we can stop aging. But that's like one of the big problems with like all that's the uh, anti-aging stuff. Here nor there. But yeah, no, that, yeah. that is crazy. I mean, it makes sense, right? Because I mean, you, we stop aging. Our, our cells stop we we hit the we hit the point where we stop making more cells and we start like either maintaining or losing overall at like yeah. 20 or like 18 or 20 right i mean it's yeah. really young isn't it yeah so. yeah it's basically when you stop growing and then uh 
yeah, it's it's pretty sad. And then you slowly die from there. But uh... <laughs> so, <laughs> yep. If you uh, stop growing, you're slowly dying. Yep, we're all we've all been there. Yeah, but you, um, yeah, it's yeah, it's nuts. You know who's not okay with that? Miller is not okay with that. No, no, but not really. Not, slowly dying for a long time. But that's like um, yeah. But so that that is I we, you know we get into that later in the series. But that's one of the things that. Miller and Holden now have to deal with after being dosed with, they call it dosed. I'm going to also use that terminology. Dosed. Um, with a bunch of radiation. Presumably um, over 30 Geigers. Presumably over 30 Geigers. That's, uh, I understand what that means. Geigers is, it's the guy who invented the Geiger counter. The Geiger counter, isn't the Geiger counter thing. what they have in those shows? Where, yeah, where it's a real thing, through. though. It's in, it's right. in Fallout right. too. I thought it was always fake, and then uh, yeah, I, mean, I realized yeah, a while right. ago that, yo, this is actually a real it thing. Noise, right? it's like, it's like clicking. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, tick, yeah, I can't do it properly. Oh, no, I was trying to do it too, and I <laughs> immediately decided not to. Um, <laughs> but I mean, um, I, these guys, uh, they note later, we're going to find out later. I mean, Naomi's like, you're going to have to get checked for new cancers like, every other week or i mean every once a month so yeah they're the, fucked these up. guys are going to be getting cancer consistently for the rest of their lives at this point um obviously in our timeline so, um you would you would die very quickly you're if you were getting cancers sad. once a month um and the big one that you get is or that people specifically related to chernobyl were getting is is thyroid cancer yeah um and i'm not sure exactly why it was tie tire i want to keep saying thyroid thyroid cancer um but the thyroid is pretty heavily impacted by radiation for some reason um i should have read more about that about why that was Um, and a lot of it happens in kids and in children which is really not not fun at not all. Not fun at all. Um, so yeah, really, like radiation, not good. Uh, and that's why, like, nuclear fallout is such a big, <laughs> big problem. stance there. Big stance. <laughs> that yeah, is why, like this podcast is absolutely anti-nuclear fallout. That this is, where is we're coming uh, out of yeah. It's also like so people talk about like what's safe radiation. Technically, there's no like safe amount of radiation because any radiation, right. like you said, like you have a chance to knock some of that dna loose and create cancer but like you just you basically just want to limit it but everyone is exposed to like a small amount of radiation um daily like all the times that out. makes yeah i mean and the yes. means the sun right i mean that's you Everywhere. mentioned earlier bananas. radiation eating a but, banana you get radiation yes yeah that's every time i eat a banana i think about the radiation yeah but it basically it's like it's like it's like you do it more you get more radiation the, the risk to getting cancer and whatnot uh, expands exponentially because you're just yeah isn't More that a chance. big problem with eating isn't that a big problem with eating fish um i Don't think fish kind of whatever reason i think that was uh mercury and, mercury and other stuff that yeah who knows I the rad could be that's wrong. straight from fallout that's straight the from rad. Fallout. you can get rad poisoning if you if you eat a, <laughs> a nuclear fish but yeah also it's the the symptoms of radiation like if you get heavy doses are pretty not fun uh nausea vomiting severe diarrhea high fever electrolyte disturbance shock i don't even know what that means but it sounds bad 
they, they were not joking about the bleeding out of their rectum yeah comment. that is your like body that your body's like happened. got fried basically um oh yeah <laughs> just not not fun things to think about extremely bad stuff that happens forever and this is i from what i understand every single ship that has a epstein drive has you know some sort of nuclear reaction happening yeah uh, yeah that that is what's going on in the drive like that's what's oh, powering nukes, those drive. Yeah. yep so i mean there's a lot of chances to be just absolutely melted by by radiation also space space is just radiation yeah did you see this graph here about the uh like so like the u.s annual radiation um man i don't know how to say this mill milla severts so we we get about uh five it looks like mill severts point five point we're saying this so wrong no it's five no wait no, you're you're looking at, at the annual cosmic radiation, but oh, the annual right. the average the average Correct. radiation that a U.S. person gets is about five. Wow! Oh man, you get a lot more like if you're up in the mountains, huh? Dang. Yeah, yeah. So it even says so a CT scan is around nine. So that's like no, but that's all at once. <laughs> if you're on if you're on Everest, that you're getting that's a CT scan the, worth of radiation. The Department of Energy's annual limit is eleven, or no, actually this looks like twenty. Um, oh, the radiation worker annual limit. So, wow. That so that's is, how much I mean, we're like, ah, this is okay for them to get. Um, is it? Is it okay? Probably but not. Right, I yeah, mean, I, they're, but right. it's probably what they probably did was like, oh, they're exposed about this much. So, yeah, that's the limit. <laughs> that's, right. I guarantee you that's what happened. And then, and so. Yeah, they get a lot on the space station. Yeah, that's on the space. Because all, like, there's so much radiation that we, our atmosphere and magnetosphere is blocking out um that's yeah if you're on the space station you're not getting like the space station is actually pretty low like if you looked at it from like space and like the moon you'd be like wow the space station is like right next to earth and it it really is so it's still getting some protection but yeah you're getting a lot of uh a lot of radiation and then they say that 180 days to mars um which is about again six months you're getting quite a bit more radiation because this is a log rhythmic scale we're looking at here so that 300 so again the u.s average is five and just on 180 days to mars you'd get 300 rads assuming you didn't have any way to protect yourself um that's like 60 times is that is my math right there is five times 60 300 yeah So. so that is that is one of the current issues with space travel right now is you're getting a shit ton of radiation um, and also with Mars, they, they even say stuff about that, about how they had to build the domes to block, block the radiation, I believe, in later books. Um, yeah. yeah. But yeah, big problem. Big problem. Yeah, I wonder if the studies about the astronauts that have been on the ISS. I mean, there like, probably is. That many, I guess. But I but haven't. Uh, they're, they're definitely. I almost guarantee there's like studies those, about how radiation is affecting them. In rats, right? probably studied for the rest of their lives yeah they are basically rats but yeah oh, you know they did a study about the two twins the kelly twins because one went to space and one did not yeah right but i think they're still monitoring those two um i really hope so which is interesting because yeah they're i think they're identical twins um but yeah so so that's our fun radiation summary and how it hits you in space. Let I us, mean, 
it seems like just generally in space if you live on the belt you're gonna well no they live in the domes though so presumably and underground so like underground blocks are a lot of it if you uh yeah if you're underground so that's good um but still spaceships don't block it as much yeah because they're just metal yeah this so that's like it'll go unless it's really thick it'll go it'll go through it pretty easily um or you got a magnetic sphere magnetosphere or atmosphere will help block it but current yeah there's not that in space so not good that's that's a rough thing for space travel that we need to solve sunscreen people yeah very important definitely weird um yeah (laughs) if only miller and holden were wearing their sunscreen sunscreen it is kind of amazing that sunscreen blocks uv because it's like it really doesn't look like much but i guess it helps good stuff you should wear your sunscreen i should everyone it actually helps you make make you younger cancer does run in my family so i mean yeah a lot of people and like we didn't really use sunscreen that much in the olden days idiots or know about skin cancer as much so they were they were just out there they're out there smoking cigs not wearing sunscreen i think yeah skincare is definitely a blown up in uh in recent decades but so yeah now that we've talked about skincare cancer a bunch of things we don't know anything about is great but now you are informed so definitely don't check any of these facts and spout them out at your next party do not source us on anything please no source us please (laughs) but yeah that will do it for no dude we need our oh unless we're saying science tuesday we already did science tuesday no we need our malgakowski employee of the month oh shit wow i completely forgot about all that wow i bet you don't have one no i don't i gotta think i gotta think i already it's gonna be this is gonna be i don't know how to say my name i already know who it is i already know who it is who is it i don't like it it's probably gonna be the same as me is it gonna be miller because if so then that's crap yeah it's miller man my boy miller killed like 80 people he did what he had to do wow not very uh yeah that's not i don't like that one bit he's an I evil don't see person anyone else that uh so I got, I got one that you might like that's that's staring you right in the face uh that i can't say the name well sematimba he He's our boy hero. sematimba he didn't, he didn't do anything yeah he did he let our boy get off and he like gave gave uh miller somebody to talk to he he has yeah, a cool name god, god knows miller needs someone to talk to um <laughs> and, i and he got i don't away. know if i agree he was so he like was i miller essentially the tricked un, him the unsung like, hero that guy, that guy knew that miller was an unemployed like alcoholic i mean he wouldn't have let him like run in and murder people Dude, he presumably knows <laughs> he presumably knows miller like unless he knew him like pre-wife like he knows what miller well, knew well, miller so i may have not touched on this miller he knew miller because they had worked together on a case randomly years yeah. ago yeah so i mean that's why he knew him and i i don't think that this guy i mean this is like Going to a different station is kind of like going to a different country almost. I mean, you know, I mean, not really, but kind. It's, yeah, it's very yeah, different. Yeah. Also, um, they don't go like Miller's only been off station five Runner times. up. Runner up employee of the month. Mikey Co. 
Our boy, Poor Mikey. Our boy, <laughs> our boy Mikey. <laughs> he is the reason Holden and Miller got out of there. He allowed himself to be shot in the stomach. <laughs> Man. But see, but that was all Miller. Dude, Miller's yeah. the hero. He's the anti-hero. He's a good guy. He's the lovable but, all right. scoundrel. I still maintain <laughs> that Mikey Co and uh, Sebastian get runner-up. You, Sebastian. Seb- you, pick, you basically pick the guys that Miller tricks <laughs> or uses in ways to get what he needs. Yes. So... You're saying yes. in essence they helped Miller is the hero. So I mean, they deserve some recognition too. So yeah, we can have okay. Miller be the employee of the month, but we recognize that they all get those the that parking spot. Done. They get the parking spot close to the to the place for the month as well. Here are the men whose lives and careers that Miller destroyed <laughs> to get what he needs. Get what he needs to be the employee of the month. Yeah, that no, good. that I think that's where we're at. I think. My vote has to be Miller. Fine. Ha! Allow it. That was after thinking about Jesus it for two Christ. seconds. So I win. I'm a god. I mean, Miller's gonna be the employee of the month a few times, but a that's fine. In this book, it's okay. It's all right. We'll allow it. We'll allow it. Yeah, we're gonna have to because it, it's just what it is. I don't know. There could be some shakeups. There could be some surprises later. We'll see. At the end. We'll see. We but still got four more after this. Yeah, true. Oh, At yeah. We're, so I think we're the plan right work. now is for, for this to be eight episodes is what we're what we're thinking. So we are officially halfway through book one. Um, congrats! You congrats everyone. A little more and than halfway, but it's fine. Thank you for everyone who has listened to all these episodes so far because <laughs> that seems that's very that's Wild. something, man. Wild. Something. <laughs> if you're hearing this, then get yourself to power two, yeah. <laughs> but. Yeah, that is going to do it for episode four, chapters 22 through 29. Um, we will continue next week with, let's see, chapters 30 through 37, I believe. Sure. Those are some chapters, oh, wow. man. A lot going on. I say that every time. <laughs> but yeah. Where can they find us? Where can they? You can find us at the guys who did this on Facebook and Instagram at the guys who or at guys who did this know the on Twitter. Uh, you can support the show at the guys who did this on Patreon. And if you have a correction comment or any questions, feel free to email us at the guys who did this at gmail.com. Okay. Uh, the music for this episode was racing light by kilobyte from night mode records. GG. And that is it for us this week. Tune in next week to continue the thrilling story of The Expanse. Bye.